0: You are live with The App Show. I'm your host, Mike Agarbo. I've got uh, my good friend, Gray Williams, in with me today to co-host. Gray is a tech journalist for many years, uh, appearing not only on our program, but uh, also on many news outlets, including the CBC as well. Uh, We've got some fun stuff to talk about today. Uh, Our show is about the world of apps and mobile technology, and we try to keep it fun and friendly and kind of demystify some of the stuff and also kind of give you some... uh, ways to take advantage of uh, the app world's more. One of the topics we're going to cover today is Amazon Prime. And I know so many people that have on Amazon Prime and, you know, it's typically I forget how much it is. 8 bucks a month or something
1: in Canada. 100 dollars a year?
0: Somewhere up there. Yeah. Anyway, people get it because they get free shipping. Yes. Amazon's one of the biggest e-commerce sites in the world. I buy a truckload of stuff there because I can get it the next day. Yeah. I want toilet paper, next day. Sometimes you can get it the same day. Yes weird parts for my trailer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Seriously? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I needed to find this really weird water filter part for my trailer. Like I burst it in the winter. And so I phoned uh, my, you know, my local RV dealership and they wanted 75 bucks. And so I went on Amazon, $7. That was about right. <laughs> I like it. Okay. So I know most of us use it for the free shipping. Okay. Is typically one or two day free shipping. But you get so much more. There's a bunch of other benefits that you're probably not using. And we're going to tell you about them because they're worth the same amount of money a month just for those. Yeah, alone. Yep. We are also going to talk about Facebook. When are they not in the news? Well, they're in trouble with the European Union again. Uh, this time it's about... European citizens' data, Facebook users, being sent to the U.S. And so they've been fined $1.2 billion. Billion. The as, as Facebook calls, calls it, couch change. <laughs> <laughs> it's under the couch in the reception area <laughs> in, in Facebook. Uh, but we're going to tell you why this is important and why you should care. And uh, we also have uh, another uh, story we're following uh, as well. And not a story, sorry. It's uh, a review. Mm-hmm. If you're into astronomy and uh, portable telescopes, it's kind of mobile technology. Yeah. You have had a chance to check out, have you got got it yet? I have. It's called the Dwarf 2. This is a telescope. Imagine by the name, that means small. It is itty bitty. Itty bitty. Yep. Anyway, so I know you're a, Uh, a space and astronomer nut so we're gonna try to get an unbiased review from you on that Uh, let's talk about some of the app news though Uh, we alluded to this I think last week and we thought it was going to be delayed password sharing which they've cracked down on in Canada Netflix is now come to the US welcome to the club yeah so when we last talked about it it looked like it was going to be delayed a month or two yeah but it's it's here, man. Our American cousins now <laughs> cannot share their Netflix passwords with all their friends and family.
1: Well, they can. They just pay $7.99 for the pleasure
0: for up to two accounts. Yeah, $7.99 each. Yes. <sighs> I'm going to be interested to see how that plays out down there. I find I, I think there's more competition down there. I think that consumer base is a little more attuned to kind of their their spending.
1: Going to the best deal. Yes. Yes.
0: And the choices that they have. Yeah. I I feel in Canada, we don't have as many choices or we're forced to make (laughs) choices.
1: And it feels like there are some choices that are kind of doubling up on others. Like Paramount Plus, it's sort of like, oh, I got some stuff here that I'm also getting with Crave, but I get more things with Crave. I'm not really sure where the line is delineated on these things. Do you have Crave? I do have Crave. How much is that? Uh, I pay for Crave in advance. And I think it was like $219 for the year. It's a lot. Uh, you know what? I watched that in Star Trek in like
0: a month. But Crave, it kind of bundles a few services that yes. we don't get here. Like a lot of HBO stuff, which yeah. is they've rebranded to Max now. Yep. Their streaming service down used to be HBO Max. Now it's just Max. Just Max. That's just- <laughs> that's going to change the world. And <laughs> there's Madonna. there's Paramount Plus stuff in there as well. Yes. And other. Yeah. I think there's Hulu stuff in there too.
1: Yeah. I know. I mean, it's interesting because... The quality on Crave is okay. Um, like the the visual quality, it's... But like I said, I love my Star Trek. Uh, Strange New Worlds, I've watched three or four times. It's coming out. Um, and I've got... Well, the second season is coming out. Yeah. I've got the Blu-ray, the 4K Blu-ray on the
0: way. Of course you do. And I'm
1: going to do a bit of a comparison because I'm curious to know... The how quality? ...how that, that, that compression is doing. I've never seen it in 4K, despite having a 4K. So computer. you
0: still have a Blu-ray player?
1: <laughs> I have a PlayStation 5.
0: Okay. I wonder how many people are still... Maybe enthusiasts like you are still getting the discs, like the Blu-ray discs.
1: I think folks who have like home theaters, like capital H, capital T home theaters. Yeah, like that know, are really into it. Dolby Atmos, you know,
0: 7.4.2. You've lost half the audience here. Yeah.
1: Like if, if, you, if you're walking into their house and they've got a marquee and a popcorn machine, they're probably buying discs. Everybody else, we'd
0: be streaming. So what you want to do is you're really into Star Trek. Yes. The new series is yes. called... Strange New Worlds. Yes. It's fantastic, by the way. Yeah. It's like old Star Trek, but kind of modernized, right? And so you're going to compare the 4K, which is like the high, ultra high definition version that streamed to like a physical copy, like on a disc, a Blu-ray disc.
1: I don't think Crave is streaming in 4K. I think they're only streaming in HD. Oh. For a while there, they were only streaming at 720p. Okay. Which made my eyes bleed. Yes. So yes, I'm I'm, I'm looking to see the quality difference. I mean, I've got a 75 inch screen um, that I sit roughly eight feet away from. But as my eyes get older, I need to sit closer.
0: (laughs) Okay, I think we've diverged from the the main topic, Netflix, (laughs) password sharing, crackdown in the US now. So again, to my comment, what do you think? In Canada, they cracked down and everyone said they're gonna cancel their Netflix account and it didn't happen. Subscriptions went up and they're getting more revenue because they're charging people for the extra users. What do you think is gonna happen in the United States? Do You You think it's gonna, the same thing? Is Netflix still the... The big giant gorilla that people can't live without.
1: I think that here in Canada,
0: we complain, and then we don't do anything about things. In the US,
1: I don't hear them complain as often. They just do things. So I, yeah. I'm, I'm worried that we're going to see sort of subscriptions on a drop-off. I, th- I think that's the case. You think? I think. Like, what, what are the big Netflix releases for summer that you're like, I got to watch this?
0: Right I don't now? know. Was this the best time for them to do it? Weird. I, well, maybe it was. Yeah. Because summertime... There, there, there is a drop off in television watching yeah. during the summer. There's no question, right? Because yeah. you're out and about and touching you, grass. Yes, hopefully not sitting inside watching TV. So it's probably the best time because people just forget about it, right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, huh? Crafty. Yes, I mean if they did it in the fall winter, I think that would be a bad move. Yeah.
1: But my my thought there was like, if there's stuff that you want to see and Netflix is about to drop, you know, the new season of Daredevil or whatever, I
0: guess it's over on Disney Plus. And yeah. I've got no idea. Okay. Let's move on to robot vacuums. Yeah. I, I love my Roombas. I've got a few of them cruising around the house. And I love them yeah. because they just do their stuff and they pick up an incredible amount of dust and dog hair. I got three little dogs roaming my house. I don't know why I have so many dogs. i am got to thank my daughter for one of those. Uh, but I, I can't tell you how surprised I am at like looking after a day of how much stuff they've picked up. Yeah. And I also, for overkill, I have one of those Dyson vacuums that, that have the lasers on the bottom now that will actually show you. Kind of, <laughs> it beams the laser onto the floor and you can see all the crap. <laughs> It is it is horrific. It's, it's shaming you. I, no, I love it, this. It is awful. Human. <laughs> if my robots don't vacuum for a day, it looks like I live in like a pig pen. That's why I I just I don't like that stupid Dyson thing for that. The Dyson's the dark. I mean it's it's amazing. Don't get me wrong. Like it's one of those um, you know the wand. Like the stick kind. The stick kind.
1: It, I've I've got a fifteen year old Dyson DC62 that still I, works. I don't even know what that is. It's 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 the it's one of the very first stick kind. Okay. Yeah. I put a brand new battery in it it runs for 20 minutes.
0: That's okay. Right. <laughs> so they have a new robot. Yes. And they say it's even better now. Okay. Well, why would yeah, why wouldn't they say <laughs> say, say it's better? It doesn't lose suction. Yeah. Okay. So they they say it's 6 times the suction power. That's pretty good. It's, I mean, Dyson's one of the leaders yeah. in vacuums. But I think Roomba has literally vacuum circles around them. Vacuum circles around them. Like I think Dyson and in fairness, I think more people still buy like stick vacuums yes. than a robot vacuum. Yeah.
1: I mean, coming from a Dyson customer, I've never really been interested in the robot ones, but with six times the suction power, can this thing like go up walls?
0: Well, it can climb up to 21 millimeters, like nearly an inch. Wow. Okay. Cause that's a problem sometimes. You're going over kind of bumpy yep. terrain in the house, little. This is not level. a sequel
1: to Cliffhanger, but it's, yeah. You know,
0: it, it, um, it cleans up to the edge of walls and sharp corners. Ooh. It's got a three sixty degrees, they call it a Viz nav cam to kind of like scope out where it's going. It knows when places are clean, when they need to be cleaned.
1: <laughs> this has got like Santa Claus it technology. Know, it knows when you've been good or bad.
0: <laughs> so be good for goodness sake. Um Yeah, it looks amazing. I, I want to get my hands on one of these. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. We'll have to wait and see.
1: We should we should ask Dyson to send one our way and I will bring in my DC 62. OK, so you can get this dude, thing going. Dude,
0: this thing's not cheap. Yeah. Hit OK. Me. Um, It's going to come in close to 2000 Canadian.
1: <laughs> one more time.
0: It's 1590 US. <gasps> that is some robot.
1: Yep. Yep. Does it does it make coffee? Not yet. Will it, will it call me back in the morning? Like what's
0: <laughs> No. It'll just vacuum for you. Okay, fair enough. But you know what? Sometimes that's enough. Okay, we're going to have to take a break. You are tuned into the App Show with uh, Mike Agarbo, Gray Williams. When we come back, Facebook, find another $1.2 billion. We're going to tell you what it's all about and why you need to care. And uh, a review on a new cool telescope. If you wanted to get into astronomy, this might be something you want to have a look at. Who doesn't want to look at the planets? Yeah. Yeah. Where we can escape to. <laughs> and coming up next, you'll have to stay tuned because I know so many of you listeners have Amazon Prime, but there's a bunch of benefits you are not taking advantage of that you need to know about. You've tuned into the App Show, back after this. You are back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with Gray Williams. We're uh, two tech nerds, tech journalists. We've been doing this for 20 years plus, uh, telling you all about the world of apps and mobile technology. I started when I was six. Yes, you are twenty six years old, so <laughs> okay. Okay, we still have a lot to talk about. Uh, in a little bit, we'll talk about Facebook. They've been fined again at one point two billion dollars, and it's all about users' private information being shuffled around the world. you'll You'll want to stay tuned because you need to know about this story and why it's important. Mm. Also, we'll uh, be doing a little review on a little review on a little telescope. Yeah, It's called the Dwarf Two. and uh, gray. My partner here today is all about astronomy, Mm -hmm. and you're gonna give us uh, some facts about it, and you've had a chance to check it out. And and even tinier
1: scope comes with it.
0: Love it. Okay, let's talk about Amazon Prime. Most people buy it to get the free shipping. It's a hundred bucks-ish, 120 bucks a year, and like a membership, Yeah, a Costco membership, Yeah, kind of. But the advantage is you have access to like gazillions of products on amazon.ca, and it's, it's amazing. You want a new toothbrush, you can get it next day. Yes, yeah. You want a new lawnmower, they'll ship it to you yeah. like within one to two days and it's free shipping.
1: And, and you're looking at like maybe 10 purchases max
0: to even out on that.
1: Okay,
0: <laughs> okay. so you, you get a whole bunch of other benefits as well.
1: Yeah. Now I knew there was Amazon Prime Video Cause I'm I'm a huge fan of some of the science fiction stuff that they've been doing there.
0: Yes. Um, so Amazon Prime Video is like Netflix. Yeah, and it's included. Yeah, I would pay, I would pay the hundred bucks a month or hundred bucks a year just for Prime Video. Exactly, because there's great content on there. The boys raised by wolves. Lord of Ring, Lord of the Rings. Yep. TV series. Yep. I yeah, I'm watching that new series, The Power. Anyway, it is fantastic. So it's a streaming service just like Netflix. If You haven't loaded it onto your your smart TV or your phone, your tablet, your computer. You gotta do it. Another advantage of it is that you can also download those shows for offline viewing. Maybe you're going on a flight, going somewhere where you don't have an internet connection. You can load it onto your phone or tablet. Yeah. And take it with you.
1: Yeah, I did that with the boys season three.
0: Yes, but it's good. It's not like a crappy streaming service. You know what I mean? Like These guys are spending billions of dollars on content. Yeah. It's yeah. They're they're in it to win it.
1: Big names making big contents, big shows. It's, it's good stuff.
0: There's uh, also Amazon Prime Reading, and this is a whole bunch of free books you can download to your tablet or e-reader.
1: And so these these are books that are currently selling.
0: Yeah. And then basically
1: because of this, you're getting this is almost like a subscription to the to that service. Yeah. I did not know this. I no. published a book on Amazon. And I didn't know this. How's that book doing? Um. I mean, it's been 11 years since I published it. Sales have slowed down. It's time for a sequel. How much money do you make on that? So when I, so it's currently selling for 12.99. Yeah. 99 uh, So I make
0: $8. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. So how many would you sell a month now? Oh, I'm down to like three or four copies a month. Okay. I, uh, over 10,000 total. It's tam, time to get back to the keyboard. Yes. Yeah. But you've got AI now, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, I, I could really just sort of throw the premise at it and say, ChatTBT, where do we go from here?
0: So anyway, prime reading. Uh, there's literally hundreds of different like romance novels, kids, books, thrillers, and you can download them to any type of device. I mean, if you've got a Kindle e-reader, yes, but you can download them to your phone, to your tablet. I mean, it's good, right? It's free. Yeah. Well, it's not free. You got to pay for Amazon prime, but it's a benefit you're probably not using. So another, another thing that you need to know about is Amazon photos. Pardon? Amazon photos. Okay. That, that scans. Okay. I mean, we're all taking gazillions of photos now on our, our smartphones, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think on my phone, I think I have like 28,000 photos. Those so are rookie numbers. Yeah, so I know, there's Google <laughs> Photos, there's Google Photos. Um, Apple has iCloud storage, Yes. which I keep having to bump up, do you know what I mean? <laughs> to, to have more storage to save all my photos. Yeah. Uh, but if, if you're paranoid like me, because photos are important, yes. right? Especially now that they're digital, could be on a heartbeat. I always recommend having at least two or three places, you know, as a backup. Two is one. One is none. So Amazon Photos, and get this, it's unlimited storage for your photos. For real, full size. For real. For reals. Huh? And five gigabytes of video. That's where they'll get you because if you're taking a lot, of, <laughs> if you're taking a lot of video, then yes, you're going to have to upgrade. Yeah. To get more storage, but if you want another place to store your photos, Yep. It's, it's part of your Prime membership. Yeah. You just you set it up, and it just automatically updates. I'm going to do that. You have to do it. Yeah. It's amazing. And you know what I really love? I uh, I started using their Fire TV sticks now. Mm-hmm. I've been using Roku for a while, but I love the Fire TV stuff because it's just way more powerful than the Roku sticks. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, they have better processing power in them, so you can run apps and things like that. And so on my TV... It it's acts, acts as a giant kind of photo display now. Yeah. And it just pulls all my photos and just kind of goes through them on my TV screen. I need to find something that will filter out all the screenshots. That's it. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I tell you, I, I, it doesn't seem to pick up on those. Okay. Maybe it's just sure number of photos <laughs> I have compared to screenshots, but I haven't seen any screenshots come on. I don't know if it knows. Maybe think, it does. I think it does because the
1: iPhone's got a screenshots album that lists all the, all of them in there. Yeah, But I really wish, I'm hoping that for the next iPhone, they move the power button and the volume button slightly away from each other because every time I pick up my phone, I take a screenshot and it's driving me insane.
0: Okay, one more quick thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, this works really well with the Fire TV sticks or a Fire TV. Uh, And this is Amazon's. When I talk about Fire TV, they've got smart boxes and TVs and even full televisions. And it's their smart TV interface. Uh, If you've got one of these Fire TV sticks, for example, or the Fire TV cube or one of the TVs, They've got an app. It's a Luma, called Luma. It's a cloud gaming service. So you can get a monthly subscription to have access to all the games, and there's a lot. Yeah. But there's a bunch of free ones you can play. All you have to do, you can buy the Luma controller, mm-hmm. or you just use one of your Bluetooth controllers, like an Xbox or a PlayStation controller. Neat. Yes. And you just kind of wirelessly hook it up, and you can play free games like Fortnite, which is one of the most popular games in the world. All right. And that's free. They have a whole bunch of games you can play for free. Hmm. it's amazing
1: is there, is there a Luma app for mobile platforms uh,
0: I just know about Fire TV right now i have okay. to check into that. take the, a look yeah. Yeah. yeah okay we're gonna have to take a break when we come back Facebook shuffling people's private information across borders shame shame we'll tell you all about it you're listening to the App Show with Mike and Gray back after this you're back with the App Show Mike Agarbo here with Gray Williams so we still have a lot to talk about uh, in a bit we'll do a telescope review hmm. when have you heard that Not often, but there's a lot of astronomy nerds out there. One of my uh, friends from the old days, uh, Lester, he lives out near me. He, uh, I love him because he just, he's got this telescope and he just posts these pictures of the moon and planets all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I I just think that's so cool. Yeah. Uh, But you have a review of a really cool little one that you can basically take anywhere. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about uh, Facebook. And when are we not talking about Facebook? They've been fined again. They've been slapped with a record $1.3 billion European Union fine over data privacy. And you need to know about this because it revolves around violating EU privacy laws by transferring personal data of Facebook users to servers in the United States. So this was actually covered by an agreement that they had between the two countries. Mm -hmm. Well, sorry, European Union's. uh, a whole bunch of countries yeah. together. Yeah. Um, but that was struck down back in 2020 by EU courts basically saying that uh, it was violating their citizens' privacy because that information is going over to U.S. servers and could be uh, scanned by U.S. intelligence services. Mm-hmm. And so it's still happening, even though the courts in the EU said, no, stop. And so now they've slapped them with a $1.3 billion fine, and they've got literally six months to to stop it and purge that data. Something that should probably take a weekend. <laughs> yeah, so Facebook, as you can imagine, they don't like it. No. Because their whole business revolves around that data. Mm. You are the product. Yes. Do you know what I mean? All your information is how they make money. And they need that information to sell advertising. Yeah. And so they have threatened to pull out of the <laughs> out, of, out of Europe. Ah, cheerio p- p- then. Yeah, come on. <laughs> really, Facebook? You're going to pull out of Europe? I've, I've, I, you know, that is a load of crap. Like, <laughs> they're not going to do that in a million years because there's like over 300 million people, I think yeah, 350 million people in Europe. Yeah. I, sure, I, Facebook really... Is that the best you got?
1: I said the same thing about Britain as well, but you know how that went. Yeah, you
0: were wrong. <laughs>
1: so I, I, I looked at it this way: Facebook can actually make good on this. You know, they can take a look at my lifetime value to them as a product, and they can split that income with me. If you're gonna if you're gonna toss my info around, Facebook. Why don't you toss a little bit of cash my way? Your free service is not that interesting. The tainted opinions of weird people that I don't really want to talk to are not that interesting. What I would like is some cold hard cash on the barrel head. Mark, call me.
0: What do you think though? Do you know what you know what i just find so crazy? Like everyone's all over TikTok. Yes. For like, oh, the Chinese government's, you know, looking at that information. And they are the U.S. government's looking at everybody's information. They are. What's the difference? Okay, sure. China's communist. I get it. I get it, right? <laughs> United States, democracy. But they're breaking the law. Remember Edward Snowden basically yes. telling us that U.S. intelligence services were going through people's private information without permission. Yes. Illegally. Yeah. And, and Have they stopped that, Gray? No. No. No, they haven't. You know, you know who is stopping
1: things, though? Who's actually standing up for us? Europe. Is the European Union? Yeah, Yeah. GDPR is probably one of the best pieces of legislation ever written, and we are safer because of it. And so, I look at this and I am saying, "Facebook, pay that fine."
0: Yeah, what is that to them? So, we talk about GDPR a lot. You'll you'll probably hear it in the news. Mm -hmm. Uh, It stands for the General Data Protection Regulation, Mm -hmm. and uh, this has been around for a number of years now. I think since twenty eighteen.
1: Yeah, the the great privacy policying of twenty eighteen.
0: Yes. And it's good. Do you know what I mean? It it basically forces all these companies to care about, <laughs> care about us and our privacy. Whether we're in because, Europe or not. Because the United States and Canada are doing nothing about it. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It, it's like they're five years behind, yeah. 10 years behind. And they're even farther behind because they probably wouldn't have done anything about it.
1: It does seem like our legislators don't seem to want to hold the feed of big tech to the fire at all. It seems to be sort of, you know, go ahead. We'll put some regulations in place, but it's almost like, uh, you remember Jeffrey Rush, Captain Barbosa from, um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. They're more like
0: guidelines really. That's what it feels like <laughs> with big tech. So, but how do you feel about it? Like, how, okay. So you're a Canadian Facebook user. Yes. And this information is going on your information, yep. your, your habits, what you're reading in your newsfeed. feed. Mm-hmm your messages, going to U.S. servers. How do you feel about it?
1: So here's the thing. If if my privacy has has been violated, here in Canada, we have legislation that will deal with that. Pipa, Pipeta. And it can be $50,000 per offense. I'd be pretty ticked if that was happening here and if it is happening here. And also, I think I may have mentioned this earlier, I'd like a cut of the cash. Because it's my private information.
0: You're not not getting the cut of the cash. This
1: is what we should do, though. Right. Every time that these guys violate our privacy, every time that they screw something up, the fines go back to the people that were hurt. And that's
0: us. Yeah, but they wouldn't exist anymore because they couldn't afford it. Maybe they stopped breaking the law. Anyway, so they've been fined $1.2 billion, Facebook has, by the European Union. That being said... You know, a lot of analysts are saying it's it doesn't even matter because the the U.S. and E.U. are negotiating a new kind of privacy act to uh, when it comes to data. Yeah, to kind of take over from the the one that was previously struck down.
1: Well, if it if it does better for the end user, then this is a net benefit to everyone.
0: Anyway, it you know for listeners, you, you need to know about this because when you are signing up for these services, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. You, you need to be aware of where that information's going. Where is it being stored? Is it on a Canadian server? Maybe. Most likely, it's it's a U.S. server. But you know, that's been all the the challenge with like TikTok and some of these Chinese apps. Mm-hmm. You know, is that information going overseas to less desirable governments?
1: I'm now using AI to feed bad data into all these apps. It's great. <laughs> I have no idea who I am. <laughs>
0: Sure, sure. (laughs) Okay, we are going to have to take another break here on the App Show. When we come back, we're talking telescopes. Okay, so not everyone's into telescopes, but Gray, you're going to, when we come back, you're going to tell us why they should be. Yes. Because it's fun. Yeah. And you can see some amazing things in the night sky. It's a whole new world out there. And do it before Elon Musk fills the sky (laughs) with satellites. You're listening to the App Show. We'll be back after this. You are back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here. Got uh, Gray Williams. Our show is all about the world of apps, mobile technology. And uh, now we're going to talk about mobile telescopes. Yeah. Yes. Kind of weird.
1: So originally, Celestron had a really cool Starseeker scope.
0: Okay, Celestron's a big telephone, telescope manufacturer? Yes, yeah. Okay.
1: And, and so they're, they're an American company, and they have an app for your smartphone, Android and uh, Apple, that allows you to use your phone to do what's called plate solving, right? And plate solving is the process of pointing a telescope up at the sky.
0: Yeah, because it's, it's hard to find these little stars and planets sometimes. Exactly. It takes Because yeah, takes the earth is moving. The earth's, the earth's moving, and there's not that much light. No. Right?
1: And so telescopes gather that light, make it easier for you to see things. But plate solving allows the, you to stack that light over and over again so it can say, this is where I am. This is what I'm looking at. I know where I am in the sky. So now with the Celestron, um, I can manually move and th- the phone will actually point me towards what it is that I want to look at. So I can zoom in and, and like zero in on that.
0: So, but when you, okay, from I had a telescope when I was a kid yeah. and it was a challenge because especially for things that were really far away, Yes, um, they went like, okay. So say you found Jupiter, it would be out of the field of the scope within seconds. Yes. So a lot of these telescopes have motors that move as well, right? That's correct. So that's where the new telescope that I've got comes in, the Dwarf Lab.
1: So the, the Celestron... Okay, keep going. So this is the Dwarf Lab 2. The Celestron, uh, it looks like a telescope, right? How big is it? Tube, oh gosh. It's big. It's big. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not a Dobsonian. It's not one of the big round ones. It's sort of a, a, more of a, a, a narrow cylinder. Yeah. Right? But the Dwarf Lab is this tiny little thing. It's about, the, I'd say, probably like four iPads stacked together. On top of each other. Okay. Right? Like a a thick book. And so it's got a motor built into it. It's got a wide angle lens and a telephoto lens. And it has a smartphone app for Android and iOS. And so when you charge this thing up, you take it. You will actually, the first thing that you do, if we're going to be doing astrophotography, because there's no eyepiece to look through
0: here. Your phone is the
1: eyepiece and it is
0: awesome. The dwarf? Okay, so I'm just looking at this thing online. Yeah. It looks like an old camcorder. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And it's about the size of that? Yeah. And this is a telescope? Yes. How does it? Okay. So there are lens elements at a right angle
1: to the telephoto lens there. The wide angle lens allows you to sight things in the sky. And then the telephoto lens will allow you to, again, plate solve. Now, this is not a great, this is a great, this is a great telescope for looking at the sun. There are filters that come with it for looking at the sun. Yes. There are, it's a great telescope for looking at the moon and there's a filter for looking at the moon and it shoots beautiful astrophotography.
0: And so when it shoots the photos, does it go right on the telescope or does it go to your phone?
1: It's going to the 64 gigabyte card that you will stick into the, and you'll get about 59 pictures on a 64 gigabyte card. Think about that for a second.
0: Okay. How, how do you get it off there? Do you have to take the card out or can you? You
1: can actually copy it over using your phone.
0: Okay, wirelessly? Wirelessly? Yeah. Um, And they come in, uh, I
1: can't remember the format, but there is a stacking image format, which you can use with astrophotography software, or a TIFF file, which gives you a high-quality image. Um, I stacked 999 photos the other day. And you know what I saw? It's not great for for other planets in the solar system because the way that this works, you're looking for massive solar phenomenon. So things like- The sun? (laughs) the sun's sun's quite big but we're talking about things like nebulae
0: okay right
1: so getting deep sky images DSOs the type of things that you see coming out out of the Hubble telescope and things like that
0: okay so when people people take pictures of the Milky Way yeah okay
1: yeah and this thing will do this for you Basically, you uh, get some some dark plates by taking photographs in the bag so you get a dark image that it can then use to compare to this bright these bright images that it's capturing. And it will stack these things in real time for you. And then you can also take those raw stacked images and go and do your own astrophotography stuff if you want to. Or you can just get that TIFF file so you can share it on Facebook or other social networks.
0: Okay, so I mean, you'd have to be really into photography for this. Astrophotography, Like, how much does this thing cost? So I did a Kickstarter for this, and I think I paid $300. Oh. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. It is not expensive. Oh, I'm, looking, I'm looking online. It's like $600 bucks now. Yeah. Okay, that's cheaper than I thought. Yeah. So this isn't for taking pictures of, like, the planets. No. No, here's the thing. If
1: you had a Barlow lens, which is basically something that doubles the focal length of a telescope, which I've got... Can you put it on this thing? I've got a three, I've been 3d printing a bracket that should make that work. Okay. And the autofocus on it's amazing. It also has that full stellar motor so that you can actually track things across the sky. This is a really cool piece of kit.
0: So I'm just reading here. I mean, yes, it's great for taking things in the sky, taking pictures of things in the sky, but apparently this is like for wildlife photography as well for birds. Absolutely.
1: Yes. Yeah. It will do video. It will do pictures. Um, it's kind of a bit of a lark. If you've got friends over, you can also take pictures <laughs> of just like people hanging out. This is kind of cool.
0: Yeah. So not only can you take nature photos, but you can take the space photos Yes, as well.
1: Yep. And So Dwarf Lab, great little device, comes with a tripod, comes with a battery. Um, the deluxe kit has two batteries, comes with the memory card. Um, it also came with a little surprise, the tiny scope. What's, what's a tiny scope? It's a microscope for your cell phone. Okay, it's just a little clip-on that, and it works. Yeah, they've got an app. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a charming little thing. Uh, so, what are you what are you looking at? So they've they've got some slides that, that uh, they, they send with you of you know different types of food that are on there, but basically anything that you'd use to look uh, look at through a microscope, jewelry, and it works. Yeah, hmm.
0: not it's, bad. It comes for free. Okay. We've been talking about the Dwarf 2 Smart Telescope used uh, for taking pictures in the night sky. And if you're a wildlife photographer, you can kind of really zoom in on those little birds you're, you're watching. Uh, we got a bit of time left, uh, Gray. Apple, they've got their big worldwide developer conference coming up. Dub-Dub. Dub-Dub, uh, June 5th? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. So there's been a lot of buzz around this event because this might finally be the time when Apple unveils their mixed reality headset, like a virtual reality headset. And so this has been rumored for a while now. last five. Yeah. yeah, But it's, the rumor mill is like on fire. Yes. Which, it has been on fire before, and you know, like the Apple car. Yeah. There's no car. <laughs> <laughs> but what do, you, what do you think? Do you think we're gonna see a VR headset from Apple?
1: I'm going to roll the dice and say, yes, I, I, I think I think we are. I'm I'm sending all the positive energy out to the universe to say, bring me my Apple mixed reality headset at a price that is under $3,000, preferably around the $500 range. That's so, not happening.
0: No. Uh, I've been reading a lot of the analysts, you know, yes. rumor mill commentary. Bill of materials. and Yeah, you know, they've kind of broken down how much they think this thing is going to cost. It's amazing how they can try to figure this out before it's even... Really released. Yeah. And it's amazing how secret Apple can kind of keep this stuff as well. Yeah. But I mean, if it's up in the thousands of dollars, this isn't for regular folks. This be more of a, a creator or a business tool. It depends on what it does, right? Like if
1: Apple is getting into AR, VR, MR, XR, all the R's, um, usually like the reason there isn't, there isn't a calculator app on the iPad is because they said they couldn't do something magical with it. Right, they were just blowing up the calculator app. So if they just do it, I need I it. Yes, okay. <laughs> I'm with you, but if they're getting into the space, what have they figured out? Like, what's 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 the turning point? Because that's usually when they jump in. They let other people kind of blaze a trail. They're like, uh huh, yeah, cool, and they're like, great. Here's Apple brand name for this thing. It is magical, and we're all like, yeah, actually, it is kind of. Magical. It's okay. obvious, but...
0: So one of the things that it's rumored is to put the battery pack as a wearable, like on your belt, for example. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the challenges with the current headsets out there. <laughs> like I have um, Facebook's. Mm-hmm. The Quest. The Quest. It's big. Yeah. It's big. And I've, I've got the Bobo VR battery on the
1: back. So it basically does feel like you're one of those drinking birds. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so the rumor is that Apple's going to be able to really minimize the overall bulk and size of the headset, which I think is vitally important. Yeah. It's, and, and it's a mixed reality. So it's not only virtual, but it's going to, I guess, have some sort of cameras so you can see forward as well. Yeah. And interact with your environment.
1: So this is kind of an interesting thing. Your Apple watch has one handed gestures that you can use with just your fingers that, that, on the hand that's wearing the watch that will let you control Whether you open a message, reply to a message, right? You can use basically touching your fingers
0: together to like scroll through lists. That's an accessibility feature, isn't it? That's
1: an accessibility feature. But if you think about it, if you've got a display on your eyes that is not touch sensitive, but you had an Apple watch on your wrist, could these two things then work together in concert so that you're now actually manipulating things in virtual space using your without without
0: without another controller
1: and without having to without having to do that like gorilla arm thing with touchscreens where you're kind of like reaching up you could just be doing this with your hands down by your side this could be the thing
0: yeah but you only have an apple watch on one hand for now (laughs) (laughs) it's a way to sell two apple watches i I
1: think i like a cheap sensor band on the other hand would do it though yeah that's true it would would communicate with all three yeah that would actually give you triangulation as well i don't know what that would do for you
0: but it sounds cool You're an Apple nerd. Uh, Yeah. You'd probably buy one of these. Oh, heck yeah. 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 It's, it's interesting. Uh, I just, I, I know typically whenever Apple gets into a space, they just, they've taken their time and they just dominate it.
1: Well, and they irritate the hell out of everyone else because they're like, it does this thing that we've given a name to. And everyone else is like, that's just called this, but it's cohesive. It's vertically integrated. It has diamond chamfered edges.
0: And it, and it just works. It just works. It, I read. I read an interesting story about the iPad.
1: Mm. It, it
0: they were actually developing that before the phone. Yes. Yeah, isn't that interesting? <laughs> but Steve Jobs decided that they should do the phone first, and and wait on on the tablet.
1: And, and it, it's almost like it was harder to do, but the reward was so much greater.
0: Yeah, and that's vision. Steve Don't had those moments, right? Yeah. Oh, no keyboard. There it is. Glass screen. There it is. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they, if they'd done the tablet first, things would be different. They would. would. Yeah.
1: Cause it's just, so the iPhone having that edge in the app store came from their leading edge with the phone. The tablet there would have seen Google change Android over to the same sort of thing. And they would have actually, they would have first mover advantage. Yeah. It would have been a very, very different world. There's a universe that that, that they did that.
0: It's funny. I remember when the iPad came out, there were so many critics like, oh, this is stupid. It's just
1: a blown up iPhone. It's
0: a blown up iPhone. No one's going to use this thing. They made fun of the name, comparing it to female. Um, <laughs> sanitation products. Sanitation products. Uh, but I mean, it's the de facto tablet now. There, and No one's been able to touch it.
1: There, there, There is a tablet market and then there is an iPad market.
0: The iPad market is much, much bigger. So can they do the same thing for... Virtual reality or mixed reality headsets will be the big question. So we're gonna we're gonna be tuned into that. That's happening uh, the first week of June. They're gonna be announcing it. So uh, you know that following show, we will uh, be giving you all the details of it. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, that's all the time we have left. Don't forget to listen to our sister show. You can subscribe to the podcasts of uh, both the App Show and Get Connected, our sister show. And uh, we had a great uh, program on Get Connected. We talked uh, about uh, upgrading your your car with a CarPlay stereo, kind of uh, bringing it into the future. We talked about uh, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel mm. and uh, our, our tech life hacks for air fryers. Yes, I have my top five ones. Tasty. Things you aren't doing with your air fryer that you should be. I want to thank all the folks that helped put the show together, including Gray Williams for coming in today. We'll see you again next time.